Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. The Athletic. Hello, I'm Adam Hurry, host of Football Clichés, a truly unique podcast on The Athletic Network. What you're about to hear is a section of pure clichés, a few minutes we think perfectly encapsulates the essence of our podcast. A podcast that takes the deepest possible dive into the things we all take for granted about the game. A podcast that revels in the tiniest footballing niches, and a podcast the great Jeff Shreves once dubbed Irreverent Tosh. I hope you enjoy it anyway, for your sins. bit a thoroughly enjoyable aspect of um, of cliches generally but i'm happy to bring it up again elliot the kid writes in and says adjudication needed dave rob mccaffrey has just described mustafa carriol's goal for gillingham as being absolutely lashed into the top left-hand bedroom i'm not having this are you having this lashed to the top left-hand bedroom never had anything like it in my life that's not, not, not particularly evocative, is it, Nick? Is he trying to sort of create his own Maybe. top bins kind of thing? Yeah. Why? I mean, top bins doesn't really make any sense either, but but that's that's part of the vernacular now. There's not a huge amount we can do about that. But top bedrooms. Yeah. What is it? What? I don't I don't understand. But um, elsewhere on Soccer Saturday, Dave, it was really reassuring to hear at least one of their roving reporters having to deliver his update by phone, or as oh, Jeff Stelling put it, from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just nice. It's, it's kind of visceral to know that you know they're just out and about in a cramped little press box somewhere, and they have to do it by phone. That's fine, and it, and it doesn't doesn't ruin the watching experience because you're you know we're happy with that. It's, it's reporting from the field. Yeah, you know it is nice, and it's def- definitely part of the sort of Soccer Saturday tapestry but it, it is mad that in, that in this day and age that it still happens like basically no one should ever need to use a phone line ever again if the <laughs> pandemic's taught us one thing is that everything can be done via over the internet in a decent quality decent ish quality connection surely you could like voice note well, it's not yeah, it's we're live, talking about it? league but, two wi-fi here aren't we this is, I don't this know, is yeah issue. it did get me thinking though nick you may remember a hit football cliche segment every football league goals round up ever. I did wonder, start to wonder about the vital ingredient of a roving reporter update down the line from League Two on Soccer Saturday. So I, we asked our listeners what the vital ingredients for of this should be. Gaz Meek says it's important to include how many hours it's been since a team scored or conceded. Good solid option. Nice bit of colour. Sean Rapson. Love this, Sean Rapson. Not quite seeing who got the final touch for a goal. Love that. Definitely. So yeah, all of those, all of those I will bear in mind because I'm going to attempt every League Two Soccer Saturday roving reporter update ever by phone. Are you going to have to phone me? I, well, I was hoping you might be able to put a phone effect on it. <laughs> well, well, we'll see. That's right, Jeff. That's Team X's fans you can hear celebrating over to my left. The equaliser we thought was coming has arrived. The first goal Team Y have conceded in over six hours of football and weirdly passive-aggressive manager Ray is absolutely furious. I couldn't quite see who got the final touch, but it's journeyman striker B who's claiming it. His fifth goal of the season, a long throw from Grizzle player coach C from the right. The ball pinballed around the Team Y six-yard box for what seemed like an age until journeyman striker B, who turned 36 on Thursday, 
doing what he so often does, tuck the ball away. The heavens have just opened here in vague English postal district, but those away fans who've travelled 600 odd miles for this one, some of them are up at 4am, they won't care about that. Still 18 minutes to go here at charming 113 year old Stadium Z, and it's game on, 1-1! One, one. to your ears by The Athletic. This is Football Clichés. Message from Samuel Simmons. Guidance needed, he asks. What type of goal constitutes the commentary pick that one out? I saw a clip on Twitter where a goal was scored and they said this, but it irked me as it didn't feel right. To me, it should be scored with power outside the box, but I need the panel's wisdom. But what goal does qualify for pick that one out? In fact, before you even say that, what does pick that one out even mean? What pick mean? that one out. I think that's, isn't that a message to the keeper... Say, have a bit of that. Pick that one out of your net. I really? just smashed on past you. That's I just my think it's something that somebody says, but they're not really sure. So the go- it's the goalkeeper's job to get it out of the net. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think initially... I mean, yeah, now it, it's become... It, it, I don't think people are specifically thinking that, but I think that's the initial... In my head, anyway, because it's quite confrontational. So it's yeah, it's kind of like a having a... Go- yeah, so I think it definitely needs to be struck with anger right. because pick that one out is quite aggressive... Mm. You know, it's basically have, have, that. A, bit, have a bit of that. Have that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, yeah, goals. I think either they have to be hit really hard, so mm. they're either a long distance um, smasher or one that's pulled back. Could be as close as edge of the area, and I think is like leathered into the top. Yeah, corner. I think it's a force thing. I think oh, okay. it's, it's a strength of the shot. Pick that one out. So you couldn't you couldn't say curl a lovely shot into the top corner from no. thirty five yards and have that picked no. out. No, I, don't think I feel so, like no. it's a borderline case. But no, the curl I, think it, element... I think it's smashed with with power, with aggression, with, I, from 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 long range or close range. It's a top but corner think... situation, though, right? Are we are we all agreed on that? No, I don't. No, I don't think it has to be. I think I, for me, it's a pure, it's purely a power and force thing. Can't be on the ground because then it'd be like bend down and pick that one up. <laughs> the only way it could be on the ground is if it's a real kind of daisy cutter that I definitely think a left footer has an advantage and a pick that one out because I'm imagining it's pulled back mm. and a left footer arrives and just absolutely okay. leathers it sort of okay. George Alberts who I've mentioned before I think it's mm. Jorg actually anyway isn't Jorg it? yes yeah. but important stuff and I think we I think we've got to the bottom of that um, well done everyone Charlie we talk about Richard Keyes and Andy Gray a lot on this podcast not often um, particularly um, flatteringly but here's a little clip from the weekend from Andy Gray, I would say rolling back the years because um, by which I mean he's taken a well-established autopilot footballing superlative and got just a little bit too much mileage out of it. What a goal from Mo Salah. <laughs> what a goal. It's up there. Put that, oh, one in. Put that one in the top drawer, Richard. Just leave it in that top drawer and see how many others join it during the season. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie, the dedication to the phrase top draw there is absolutely sensational. That's really good imagery. I also like the, yeah, from whoever it is alongside them. I presume Nigel de Jong, because yes. it's normally him. Yeah. And Mo Salah as well is good. But mm. yeah, probably is the correct pronunciation, to be, yeah. to be fair to Keezy. But it, it does sound quite him at the same time. Yeah, definitely. It's good, um, Dave, that he went for top draw and not what some people often slip into, which is top shelf, which means something entirely different. <laughs> Very different. Um, uh, scruffy I, goal I, scored at the back post. Yeah, no, I, I like the, I like the idea of Mo Salah's goal, just, just sitting there in the top draw, just on <laughs> yeah. its own at the moment. Yeah. Waiting for others to join it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
If you enjoyed that little snippet of football cliches, make sure to check out our extensive back catalogue of 227 episodes, including chats with Jamie Carragher, Keir Starmer and this week's guests, Matt Lucas and Ellis James. Just search for Football Clichés on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. The Athletic.